We wish you a COVID Christmas. We wish you a COVID Christmas. We wish you a COVID Christmas and an Omicron variant. On the first day of Christmas, my true love gave to me a symptom of COVID-19. The holidays are here, everybody, and that also means a new COVID variant. We got the Decepticon variant, right? Isn't that what it is? Is this a new new thing that we're all freaking out about, so... Hope everybody enjoys their Christmas. Zachy's doing some some Christmas shopping myself. And by Christmas shopping, I mean sitting on my fat ass scrolling Amazon. Actually, I had these uh these cookies the other day, baked bear. I don't know if they're just San Diego, California based or whatnot, but they were probably the best cookies I ever had. Um so I sent those as some gifts to some people so uh hopefully people enjoy those but those are really good yeah shout out to baked bear uh if you guys want to look them up they were just like oh so it's like a i only had the cookies but it's like an ice cream and cookie mix because i saw they had like uh, ice cream sandwiches the cookies on the ends and they were really awesome so yeah if you, if you want to try a good cookie baked bear check them out um, so I, this is episode three, and there is no structure to this at all, if you haven't been able to tell. So there's no date that I put out consistently, I kind of just do it whenever I want. And I I was kind of wanting to do it, like every week was like a week that I've been trying to do stand-up. This is episode three, but let's just call this my month in stand-up. So woo! One month in, about... But it's been good. Met some people. Some cool people. Some so, so that's the thing about stand-up comedy. Is people that are trying to do this are just broken. Whether it's mentally or physically. I've never met so many people that have told me they've tried to kill themselves. So that's the the batch of people that we're getting that are trying to be stand-up. So it's a fun ride. You meet some weird people. You meet you meet people that are just, like, trying to be a comedian 24-7. Like, you'll be talking to them. And it's almost just, like, they're not a real person. Like, you'll be trying to have a conversation. It'll be like, well, the airplanes. It's like, Jesus, man. Turn it off. Be a human. And you also see people that uh, do not have a funny bone in their body. So I think, so usually like my favorite comedians like Louis C.K., Tim Dillon, Chappelle, um, fucking Krista Stefano, you know, just a lot of like uh, East Coast guys that I like. They're just naturally funny people. And I think usually that's what makes the best stand up is someone that's just effortlessly funny they're funny <coughs> uh don't it's just covid um on the stage off the stage but they're these people that 
just don't have a funny bone in their body. And they go up on stage, and it's almost like they've never seen a clip of stand-up comedy in their lives. Just no structure to anything they're talking about. Um, premise doesn't even... It's talking about like olive oil. I don't even know what these people are talking about. Uh, so you get that, and you get people that are really good, was funny people off stage. And the thing is, nobody's really good for the most part that is doing the open mics. This is just trying shit out. You're saying stuff. You're trying to come at with your angle. Um, so, but. But there's some people, like, maybe the joke doesn't land. You could tell what they were going for, that they're funny, but, you know, they just got to work things out. So you do get a, quite a mix of people. It's it's like Island of the Misfit Toys when you go to these comedy clubs. You got, like, wacky hair people. You got disabled. Um, I'm including myself in that. Uh, I got some disability. Undiagnosed, but there's something going on there whether it's physical and definitely mental. Uh, there's just a conglomeration of, like, fucked up human beings that are trying to do this. Which is weird, because, like, when you see the people that make it, they look normal for the most part. There's, like, normal-looking people kind of have an interesting perspective. So, yeah, I don't know if it just gets filtered out as you continue, but who knows. So I was on a throne of jokes, the prestigious throne of jokes at the Grand last Wednesday. So how it works, you get six minutes um, to do a set, and then you have people in the audience vote on who they should go through. So there was seven people, and four people get to move to the next round. There's like three or four rounds or whatever. And then the person that comes in place gets like... Uh, a half-eaten Philly cheesesteak. I don't know what you win. But, yeah, so I did that. I did six. And I did not make it to the next round. I did not. Uh, everybody that went on was 100% funnier than I was. 100%. No hard feelings. Um, people that did crowd work for five minutes. Or when I mean crowd work, I mean complimenting everybody in the crowd and then one minute of jokes moves on. So clearly that's the direction that we're going in. No, but it's clear. So like everybody, you just bring your friends. And since I don't have any, I had nobody to vote for me. But it was fun. I mean, I wasn't even, I just got texted from this guy, Benji, that runs it, asked me to be on the show. So it's just a good experience. It was fun. It was a good time. So that was good. Oh, fuck. Did I do anything? Uh-oh, face ID. I accidentally closed... Fuck. What's the point of the face ID if it doesn't go through? Then I gotta hit in the numerical passcode. What's the point of face ID, Apple? Anyway. This is on that. I think I'm doing a show. I don't even know. So I so the first time I was at the Grand at an open mic. Like the funniest person of the night, quote-unquote... They get a $25 gift card to the place. And then you get put on, like, uh, what do they call it? A showcase. But it's just, I think the people who it's their first time there, it's like a new face to just put them on. Because, like, you know, I could have been the funniest. I could have not been. 
But it was my first time there. I think my buddy, when he was his first time there, he got put on a show. And then there's like a couple others. So, you know, I mean, it's not like, there's no like metric for this shit. They just picked, but it's cool because they're putting new people on, giving them opportunity to be on a show, be in front of real people instead of like three dirty comics in the back corner. So it's cool. It's some good experience. Uh, doing a couple couple more mics tonight. Got the prestigious Madhouse, which I was told I'll be hosting a show February 10th. But I've also been told I would have hosted other things that people forgot about. So we'll see. We'll see how that goes. But as of right now, I believe I will be hosting a show February 10th. So that's pretty cool. <coughs> um, yeah, so that tonight. And then I'm doing... Another mic at Kamel's Camel's Bar and Grill. So I did this place like two weeks ago. And I should have listened to the advice of the person that put on the mic. Because they said to go in the beginning. Because people leave and you're not going to have a good time. So I was like, no. So I went towards the middle. And of course people left. And it is me talking to uh, multiple people that have life alerts and middle-aged women. So not my typical demographic. It's not a crowd I'm going to kill with. It's usually not. So I ate shit. It was just so bad. So like my, what I did last time, like the microphone was like red. So I said, like I called it like a dog's dick, like a red rocket, which I thought they would have got chuckles. You could hear people chewing their buffalo wings. That's how silent it was. So you, you kind of get an idea, like, when you come up with, like, what you think is going to be like, oh, like a funny on the spot thing, and then it gets nothing. You're like, oh, my God. So I'm up there. I have the recording on my phone. And it's just me eating shit for eight minutes. And, like, it was so... so it's called camels or camels, whatever. But they have, like, pictures of camels on the thing. So then I started talking about it. I'm like, oh, I don't even know the name of this place. There's camels, whatever. And then the fucking KJ, which I figured, I didn't even know what a KJ was. A karaoke DJ. Now, is there anything less real than a karaoke DJ? That's a job. So this KJ, I'm talking about this place. And then he gets on his thing and he's like, well, actually... Uh, this is a Jewish place. So I'm like trying to go through jokes and I got this fuck face just interrupting as if things were going hot right off the bat. We got the KJ heckling me 90 seconds into my set. So I, it's actually his birthday today. The guy actually likes me. Uh, DJ Mikey Mike, shout out. Shout out to the Jew. He's Jewish. I hope he had a wonderful Hanukkah. But yeah, it's his birthday today. And actually he actually like individually sent me. He's like, You come to the mic tonight? So it's like, yeah. Yeah, Mikey Mike. You yeah, KJ bastard. So I'll see him tonight. Hopefully, I'm gonna try and go up early. Hopefully, uh nobody's falling asleep. Because everybody was like, not everybody. There was a good amount of old people there last time. 
But and the funny thing, like I thought I was gonna do so well because there was this one guy going up there, and he for like fu- like it was like a five minute joke like build up, and he's talking about like the frog ate the bear ate the flea ate the whatever, and then like he killed. So I'm like, oh, these fucking people are easy, and then I go up there and I'm just spoon feeding myself piles of shit. It was so bad. So let's see how it goes tonight. <clears throat> but that's it. That's uh, that's how it goes. So I've been hitting, hitting over them. I've been going every day. I can't remember the last time I haven't. I took a day off, which I probably should soon so I could write more shit. Um, or just be lazy. That's really it. I, I have so much time throughout. I do nothing throughout the day. As if, like, I need to take off not going out at 8 o'clock at night because I need to build up more time to write. No, just to be lazy. But, yeah, I've been going every night, like, I'm probably averaging, like, nine to ten times a week, which I think is pretty good. So I definitely get more comfortable on stage. Almost too comfortable sometimes, where I go up there and I don't even know what I'm going to say. And I'm just like, yeah, and then I'm just like, oh, wait, and then I'm looking at my phone. Oh, actually, this was fun. So last week... Me and my friend Jack performed at this place in Hillcrest. So for the people that don't know about San Diego. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Shout out to the people that actually listen to this. I saw my last one. Eight views. That's pretty sweet. So for the people that aren't from San Diego, Hillcrest is a very gay area. Like you go in there, it just looks like a unicorn, just shit everywhere. It's just rainbows and... You know, that sort of deal. The alphabet, if you catch my drift. So we're there. So we're at, what was it called? It was called the something improv. So we first get there, and then, like, we just see the people that are going up. You know, it's a lot of, like, white, fat women going up. So me and my friend Jack, we're just thinking to ourselves, we're not going to do well. This is... This is going to be an uphill battle. Um, and then actually before that, so how it's set up, it's like a like you walk in, it's like a bar. And then it's like the improv area. So it's like, um, like calling it a theater would be very generous. But there's a big curtain. You walk through that. And then it's like just like whatever, the, the place where they do improv. It's whatever the fuck it is. But that's where the bathroom is. So you basically have to walk through people doing improv comedy to go take a shit. So I interrupted this like three times. One is shit. And then uh, when I'm at these places doing open mic, I just compulsively drink water because I do have a drinking problem, not with alcohol, just with anything. So I'm just shoving back water. So I was going back and forth. And then, you know, there's people like doing like, hey, uh, so ice cream, blah, blah, blah. And then I'm walking through their shit. You can tell the people kind of getting mad. But I don't know. Don't put the bathroom where people are doing improv comedy. I don't know. You 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 serve drinks. That's what's going to happen. I actually kind of want to... I kind of want to sign up for the improv. Because you know the types of people that do improv. The people in Hillcrest. Which is nothing wrong with that. It's just not me. I just think it would be funny if they're like, yeah, we're going to go to the funny hip-hop, uh, hippity-hop cool factory. That's what improv is, is throw out ideas. 
But then I would just like say awful shit. It's be like, hey, I'm going to the abortion clinic today. And then everybody's face is like, what? I don't know. I think it would be funny. And then there's there's this place also called Queen Bees every Thursday. So this, it's not in Hillcrest, but it's, you know, it's similar LGBT type of place. And what's cool about this place is that it's like a, it's like a multiple thing type of mic. So they have stand-up comedy, they have poems, they have music. They have basically, you could just fart in the microphone for six minutes on stage and everybody will applaud. They're like, oh, good job. So me and my buddy Jack, we want to go on and do like, he said he's done this before where there's like two comics on stage and the audience just throws out ideas. So that'd be fun. That'd be fun with our fucked up East Coast brains talking to these Kamala Harris supporters or whatever. So I think that'd be fun. Yeah, I went there once. So the cool thing about that, it's like an actual stage. So you go up, so you actually feel like you're on something. The last time we were there, so it's funny because you have like a woman that's telling like this really heartfelt poem, like the tears in my eyes were a representation of the fear in my heart, something like that. And then I go up on stage right after and talk about cum for three minutes. So that's what I really like about it. Just like the dichotomy of what's going on on stage. It's really fun. We actually saw when I was, when I went there a couple weeks ago, there was this cholo that got out of prison and he was, he did two raps. I actually liked, what was his name? It was like Pineapple Gidea. I don't know. It was something stupid, but uh, he did a good job. I liked him. He was just like this little cholo. Like face tattoos. Like even more, th- like he had like eyeball tattoos. He was really into it. And he was like, he was like all freshed up. Like he had like fresh Jordans. He was like, he was wearing like a fresh jumpsuit. He was all tatted up. And he actually hired, this was hilarious. He hired a photographer to take pictures of him in front of this just like old decrepit theater so shout out to whatever that guy went through because you know probably not fun i want to know what he was in jail for i wonder what he did i hope he killed a guy no it's probably drug related that's what it probably was because he was he was a little guy he was just like a little little mexican guy I, I liked his songs. He had some funny bars, too. He was... He was like... Uh, he was kind of like 6'9", a little bit. I kind of liked it. He's got shit on... If you're listening to this, whoever you are, with the vague details I've given, if on the off chance you ever find this, um, you know, let me know your Spotify. I'll listen to some of your stuff. Ugh... You know, if you have, this is a real stream of consciousness. I haven't figured out nor even tried how to do a video version of this. I'm on, what app is this that I record? The Anchor app. And I speak into the speaker on my iPhone. And this is how I record these. And you know what? We're fucking growing. I think the first 
pot uh the first episode got six viewers or six listeners excuse me the last one i just checked it got eight can we fucking let's get this next bitch to 10 okay these aren't too long it's about 20 minutes i'm at the 20 minute mark right now you know um yeah, I'm going to try and do the, you know, let me, let me try and make a goal. Every Saturday or Sunday, it's like the weekend, I'll try and pop out one of these bad boys and uh, see if I can get a consistent thing going. See if we could do that. I think that'd be pretty sweet. What do you guys think? As if there's, I guess I have my Instagram. Um... This is really going off the rails. This was like a roller coaster. There was some cool parts of this. There was some low parts. And now this is the point of the ride where you just want to get off and throw up that funnel cake that you were fighting back. So, uh, so yeah, keep listening. Um, keep enjoying. I'm going to keep grinding. That's because that's all I do. G-R-I-N-D-I-N-G. Grinding every day to live my dream as a stand-up comedian. You know me. I fucking, I eat, sleep, and shit stand-up comedy. That's my, that's my life. I fucking, you know, I give out flyers. Yo, come see the free stand-up comedy show. I'm out there in the streets. What the fuck are you doing? Sitting in your office, comfy nine to five. I mean, you're part of the system, you know? I'm fucking doing it. I'm living my dream. I'm fighting back. Okay? Okay, everybody? So listen to this podcast. This is, uh, whatever. (laughs) Listen to this fucking podcast. You know, support the hustle. Because I'm not going to stop. You sleep, I grind. Okay? Talk to you Saturday.